All right, so we get a lot of uh, water, a lot of water. A in lot this of minute. water, a, a dialogue-free minute. A very wet minute, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's the name of my sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> the wet minute. <laughs> very, very wet, but one minute long. <laughs> well, one minute in heaven is better than no minutes in heaven. <laughs> Well, one of us was in heaven. <laughs> For one minute. For one whole minute. <laughs> Welcome to Predator Minute, the podcast that breaks down the 1987 action sci-fi classic Predator, one minute at a time. I'm John Zabriskie. And I am Jeff Glover. And today or this week, or this episode, we're talking Minute 78 of Predator. Minute 78, you could call the Anthony Munoz, or Bruce <laughs> Smith, of Minutes. Oh, and who yeah. might those uh, fine gentlemen be? Well, Anthony Munoz was a longtime Cincinnati Bengals offensive lineman back when they were good in the uh, 80s mm. there, and they went to a couple Super Bowls, uh, and he's a Hall of Famer. Mm. And Bruce Smith, you would know from the Buffalo Bills when they were good back in the early 90s. Like their four Super Bowl run, four years in a row. Yeah. Yep. It was like Bruce Smith, Thurman Thomas, uh, the quarterback, I'm forgetting his name. Yeah, yeah. Jim Kelly. uh, Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Yeah. There we go. Have you seen the 30 for 30 documentary on on the Bills during that era? It's really good. That'd be brutal to watch. Yeah, yeah. It's it's sad, but it's also great. That'd yeah. be like if my Braves never won that one World Series. That mm. would be because it was, it was pretty much at the exact same time. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, we you know they won one. Good for them. All right. Yeah, one's all you need. That's yeah. That's all you need. That's, yeah. that's what. <laughs> that's what you say in the in the wet minute. <laughs> one's all, all you need. You need. That's the- also the name of my sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're talking minute 78 of Predator. Minute 78 opens with Dutch falling into water, and it ends with Dutch swimming in water. A very wet minute. <laughs> it is a wet minute. A very wet minute. Yeah. A dialogue-free minute, mm-hmm. but some uh, some good stunts here that we'll get into. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so should I just, uh, jump right in? Yeah. Take us into the action. The action. Okay. Uh, we, we left off. Arnold was saying, Oh shit. shit!" (laughs) And sliding down a hill, like almost like he's in a little chute or a water slide or something. Um, and as we carry over from last minute, we see Dutch's point of view, the first person POV as he slides out of the jungle off of a cliff which is terrifying to talk about that. Uh, and we cut to a shot uh, that shows Dutch falling head first and flipping in midair to fall for a really, very, really, very, really, very long time uh, into the water. So we'll pause there because then we can pick it up. But uh, this is a great little sequence right here. It's a wonderful sequence. It's uh, using that really good cutting we we're talking about. Yeah pretty much all over the movie with the editing around the action to, to figure out what's happening. You know exactly what's happening. You're taking it from Dutch's point of view. Well, just like, I can't, I don't know what the right choice of words, just kind of like 
being slung out of the jungle mm-hmm. uh, over this giant ravine with some water at the bottom and he just falls 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 he does like a little front flip in the beginning and then the way that shot makes it look like to me like he's about to hit the water when it shows that front flip but no no then it zooms out to the wide shot and he's falling for i don't know five or six seconds down this 100 foot waterfall they do a great job of giving us some sense of how high up he is mm-hmm. does when when we get that shot of him flying off the the cliff for the first time and you get that pov shot looking down at the water mm-hmm. uh does your stomach shoot up into your chest the way it does for me every time i see that scene oh yeah I can, i'm definitely not a fan of heights so seeing that and just that loss of control that's it's i'm sure there have been many a bad dream that looked just like this oh man yeah i mean it is that is so effective in <laughs> just making you feel dread and you just get a real sense of of how uh perilous uh and high up he is uh, mm-hmm. flying off that cliff and then the front flip mm-hmm. i mean throw that in to just to disorient uh arnold as he's falling sure yeah, and then and uh, the viewer, I would say, to, yeah, yeah, you know, like he's totally out of control. He <laughs> he goes from sliding out of control to now falling out of control. He does somehow pull it together though, and just fall feet first for the rest of the <laughs> for the, yeah. of the fall. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if that's some kind of like military style jump he's doing there at the end. I mean, if it's his character, then maybe I guess it would make sense that that's what his character would be trained to do to land in water. But just maybe it's common sense too, landing feet first, your feet together. Except it's like his arms are out when he lands, which I feel kind of like belly flops. You know, for sure. We know this is a 100 foot jump. It's uh, listed in the location shooting web. It's listed under the predator shooting locations um, as the waterfall named Misol Ha, Palenque, Mexico. So this uh, was a, an actual stunt done for the movie, right? Someone it's really an actual, did do this yeah. jump. Yeah. They really did this jump. And uh, it by the way he, the stuntman is far enough away from the wall, makes me think, yeah, they did the whole waterfall. It's not like he just started halfway up and then jumped out. I think in my mind, I'm thinking he, he did like a running jump off of it, which is, oh, it's so hard to think of that. It's crazy. That's, that's seriously crazy. Um, you got to know what you're doing to make a jump that size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have not done a whole lot of uh, like high cliff jumping. Have you ever like jumped from a high spot down into a pool of water like that? Uh, I've done the waterfall. I mean, I'm someone... Weirdly enough, I'm, I'm afraid of heights and jumping off high things. But when I'm doing doing those things like with family or with my wife, my wife, right. um, my wife. I don't know, I'm almost always the first one to go <laughs> um, <laughs> just to kind of be over that fear as, as soon as possible. Uh, but I've, I've, like, I think the highest point I jumped off was uh, some cliff in Lake Kentucky when I was on this Boy Scout small boat sailing weekend and we pulled up to some suitable jumping cliffs i guess and the scout <laughs> leaders <laughs> let us jump off and it was somewhere between 30 and 40 feet um, wow. into, the, into the water yeah it's just absolutely terrifying but uh, i would say the highest actual thing i've jumped off of was when i went bungee jumping up in canada it was about a hundred 
I forget how long, either 100 or 150 feet up in Nanaimo, uh, which is on Vancouver Island. And uh, I totally did the jump off head first. Uh, I didn't, you know, jump feet first and have the thing whip me down head first. And when you go head first, you also dip your head into the river below and then <laughs> pop back up and then, you know, kind of boyoing back and forth until you're lowered into a, a little raft. I've done that jump in Nanaimo. Hey. Yeah, anyway, you've done it too. Awesome. Yeah, my wife and I, my wife, my wife. Uh, for our thirtieth birthday, we spent a long weekend up at Victoria, um, the small town of Victoria on Vancouver Island. And mm-hmm. one day, we rented a car and drove to Nanaimo, and we did the bungee jumping there at the bridge. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it's, it was freaking crazy. I've never been more scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it I was insane. Yeah. Uh, did you, so I, when I envisioned doing bungee jumping, I was like, well, they're going to put a big, I always like see it on TV, like on amazing race or whatever, like right. put a big harness on you, nope. uh, and strap you in. And, and it looks all very, you know, lots of carabiners involved and whatnot. We got up there and we went out on the bridge and there was like, like uh, probably a 19 year old kid. <laughs> Like working the the booth up there and we show up for our appointment and he comes out, he wraps my legs with a bath towel and then winds climbing webbing around my ankles a few times, ties a knot and then just connects that to a carabiner that's attached to the bungee cord. And is like, okay, walk out on the plank and jump. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It was absolutely terrifying. Uh, Anna and I did it uh, tandem. So we jumped at the same time. For, for oh our my gosh, birthday. how was that? Wait, yeah, when you was, say tandem, you mean like you both jumped off like different parts of the bridge? No, we were attached to the same bungee cord and we just hugged each other and jumped off together. Oh man. Yeah. How, how was that? Oh, it was crazy. I, it was, I do not like, I'm weird about heights. Like there's some heights that don't bother me. I, I've been rock climbing and other types of heights like that don't really bother me. But um, if I'm really high up, like, in a skyscraper and I step out on a balcony. I don't like that. Like I can't get <laughs> close to the edge. No, no. Uh, so walking out on this little plank up on this bridge, what would you say that bridge was like 150, 200 feet up below the valley? I just sent you the link to my video. Cause I have it on my YouTube. Oh, oh my nice. <laughs> nice. I can't, I can barely watch that. It's like so freaky, but it, uh, in my description, I wrote it's 180 feet. 180. Yeah. So yeah, that that's one of the most terrified I've ever been. Basically, the guy was like, one, two, three, jump. And we just stood there <laughs> and didn't jump. And he basically came up and, and gently pushed us off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, one, two, three. And as he said three, he just sort of like gently pushed us over the edge. And, and there we went. When it was done, I was like super amped and like wanted to do it again because the endorphins are flying, you know. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, each jump is like 150 bucks or whatever. So we just called it good. Yeah. You're going to have to, you'll have to watch my video I sent you there. Cause I totally jump off head first. I'm watching. I'm just like, ah, I can only watch that maybe once a year. Oh yeah. Oh man. Okay. Is it, so did you email it to me? I did. Okay. I'll watch it in a little bit. All right. I did. Uh, I can give some, uh, some behind the scenes here. Uh, it's, uh, the one place John McTiernan is explaining in the movie, in the shooting of the movie, where someone was hurt. The stuntman threw his knee out. I'm not really sure what kind of uh, mm. condition we're talking about through the knee out. Um, and I'm not really sure seeing it, um, how someone has thrown their knee out. Maybe he 
kept the knee a little bit bent or too stiff. And then, yeah, well, when you hit the water from that high up, like yeah. any bad angle is going to just, you know, wrench on your joint. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's just not obvious right away watching this over and over again when he lands, how he's hurting the knee. But good on the stuntman for, he's throwing himself off a cliff for the sake of art, basically. Yeah, it's a, gnar- it's a gnarly stunt. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And did you notice, I don't know what this is, um, a couple things. One, there's a little bit of a slowdown when he's falling because um, he is like waving his arms and legs. And then all of a sudden the, the shot slows down a little bit. I don't know if yeah. you noticed that. Yeah, you can see that. Also, there's like some kind of, what would you say, liquid or spray falling or like kind of going upwards, like falling out of the front pocket of his uh, vest or something. Yeah, you're right. Do you think that's like his cocaine that he had to take the amp himself up? <laughs> Hang on one second. Uh, cocaine. Uh, yeah. I wonder if he did the jump a couple times and so he's wet here and that's like water coming out of his pockets or something. Ah, or maybe he had to swim to just the right part of the waterfall at the yeah, top to jump off of. Yeah. That's something well, you don't see here is the actual waterfall, but there is a waterfall if you look to the left here. Right. Uh, I, I do like your cocaine theory, though. That's a good theory. <laughs> no kidding. Jeez. So this was uh, an actual waterfall in Mexico that they filmed at, correct? Correct. This is in Palenque. So this is the section of the movie, I guess, where a lot of the scenes are now being filmed in uh, southeastern Mexico on the Yucatan Peninsula mm. in this place called Misol Ha. It says the waterfall consists of one single cascade of 35 meters in Mm -hmm. height that falls into a single, almost circular pool amidst tropical vegetation. The water is a clear blue color due to its high mineral content. So that's why when you see him swimming underwater Mm -hmm. here in this minute, it almost looks like a pool at the density of that blueness, but it's because of the mineral content. Yeah. It looks cool. I mean, fun place to visit. Yeah. Yeah. Fun place to shoot the last couple of, uh, Episodes of Predator Men, I think. Right. Um, well, that uh, transitions nicely into the next uh, portion here. Should I jump in or do you have more to add about this waterfall? That is all I have for this section. All right. We'll talk about uh, about second 20 all the way to the end here. So after Dutch falls into the water, we get a couple shots of him underwater. His body sort of rolling around. Just bodies. Just bodies. We cut to a shot of more waterfalls to indicate to us that there's more to come. We then cut back to Dutch falling off the next, probably Mac. slightly small. Mac. 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 Slightly smaller waterfall, and then we see him underwater again, um, and then he kind of awkwardly swims up near the camera, and we cut to a moving shot of Dutch swimming in now much calmer water. And that mm-hmm. ends the minute. Still wet. Still wet, but hey, for the purposes of him escaping the Predator, I, I think he made a really good effort of escaping the Predator. Put some distance in between, yeah. Oh, vertically and horizontally, I have to think. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to find out in a little bit how that worked out for him. But uh, for now, uh, in the audience, I'm I'm relieved because he's – Away from the Predator, uh, he's also alive, and uh, he can start to try to uh, kind of start start anew in his escape here. 
Yeah, just just a little bit wetter and a little bit uh, <laughs> more injured. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I can talk about the second waterfall a little bit. Yeah, uh, sure, because it's a different one, right? It's a different one too, and it's like this series of. If you're looking at the waterfall itself, it, it looks like kind of this series of hills of like really low lying, gently rolling hills, just with water going over them. And when you see the picture that I posted in the notes, if you took the people out, you would think, oh, those are like really small little rocks with like some waterfalls over them. Maybe those are 10 feet in height, but then you kind of clip over to where the people are. And yeah, some of those waterfalls are probably another 30 or 40 feet, honestly. Yeah, for sure. It's a beautiful area. Is this a, do you know, is this like a tourist spot? Can you hike to this? Is this like a common thing to go visit? Because it's gorgeous. I can I can tell you some of the details I found on the old wiki. All right. All right. So uh, these this second waterfall location is called the Cascadas de Agua Azul in Chiapas, Mexico, which yeah, I looked up the distance. It's, yeah, 43 miles from Palenque. So it's mm. another 40 miles <laughs> they drove to throw this guy off of another waterfall. Like, okay. <laughs> um, it's a series of waterfalls found on the Shant... How would you pronounce the X? I guess that's like... Mm. Like Zaniel, a Z, probably, Zaniel. Maybe Zaniel, yeah. But knowing where they are, I think maybe they're using a little bit of the, what, the Mayan oh, kind of sure. language there. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think it's like a maybe, maybe Canal, I don't know, mm. Canal River. In the southern Mexican state of Chiapas, they are located in the municipality of Tumbala, 69 kilometers or 43, nice, 43 miles from Palenque <laughs> near Mexican Federal Highway 199. These waterfalls consist of many cataracts following one another taken from near the top of the sequence of cascades. The larger cataracts may be as high as 6 meters, 20 feet or so. During much of the distance, the water descends in two streams with small islands in the middle. The water has a high content of calcium carbonate and other minerals, and where it falls on rocks or fallen trees, it encases them in a thick shell-like coating of limestone. Nice. So it sounds like another touristy spot. There are a lot of pictures online, so I imagine people have beaten a path there to enjoy the water and the waterfalls. I want to know if you can just kind of slide down some of those. I know, because some of those rocks shape. look like they're just sort of smooth, like natural slides that you could just kind of butt glide on down the <laughs> into the water. Yeah. It looks fun, yeah. Have you done that? Have you like butt glided down some waterfall like that? You know, one time uh, my wife and I did a trip to, I think I talked about my wife. My wife. I talked about our trip to Honduras uh, in yes. an earlier episode when we got really sick for a portion of it. But uh, I, I will spare everyone that story again. <laughs> but uh, there was one really cool. <laughs> Sorry. What Sorry. was that? It was poop. <laughs> <laughs> it was poop. <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> of course <laughs> all right so besides uh, was, the really sick part yeah we we there was an outing that we did where we had a guide kind of take us on a, a river hike um and we hiked up a river for a few miles and then there was a um like a, a river raft that we jumped in and river rafted back down to our starting location and before we got into the raft, we did some sort of like body slides down some really smooth rock formations that had uh, been created in the river. So that's the closest that we have. It wasn't like waterfall levels. It was more like uh, kind of sliding through rapids. That's the closest I can think of. 
Well, sounds way fun. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really cool. Have you ever done something like that? The closest <laughs> I've been to something like that is down in Washougal, Washington, mm-hmm. when uh, Aaron, uh, former co-host of the show and brother of the show, Aaron Zabriskie, um, where Aaron Zabriskie was doing some of his doctoring. I was near Washougal, I guess. I can't remember. But uh, he took us on a hike and showed us this cool river feature where uh, the river was really shallow, but it had scooped out potholes of the giant rock formation under it. So hmm. you have like this really shallow water, then all of a sudden like a pothole of water. And it was just really neat. It was, it was, you know, if it was hot, it would be like this huge destination spot, destination spot. But as it were, it's cold water, but it was still really cool to kind yeah. of explore those little features. I don't remember if there's any slidey rocks though. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, and, and listeners, by all means, chime in on the predator minute listeners. Uh, to let us know, like any high jumps you've gone over, or waterfalls you've jumped off, or butt slides you've gone over, mm-hmm. I guarantee Eric Deutsch has like a picture of him bunch jumping into Nimo too. You set us up. It's all bullshit. <laughs> that guy, Eric Deutsch, probably has a picture of him bungee jumping with Carl Weathers. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> Say you're the best. Because some damn fool accused you of being the best. <laughs> oh, it's probably a tandem jump too. Oh, yeah. that guy. We're hugging him. Yeah. We love you, Eric. Please, we sh- love you. please share your photo because we know please you share have your, one. Your photo of Carl Weathers and you by <laughs> jumping into Nymo <laughs> right before I did. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Eric Deutsch. That's, uh, I think we've kind of reached the end. It's a kind of a quick, wet minute. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, like the video. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything else to add here? Uh, just the script actually showing a difference that maybe the movie could have remembered that uh, when Dutch falls into the water in the script, he's only able to stroke with one arm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey. I'm 14. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but in That's the script, one he's... wet minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here in the movie, he's stroking with both arms, and we know just <laughs> just just a minute ago he was shot in the right arm. So maybe he should be, I don't know, favoring one arm when he's swimming. Mm-hmm. But not Arnold. You don't see any blood in the water or anything like that. But I guess it's been a hot minute since he was shot. <laughs> yeah, he's probably healed by now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm better. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> Just pack it with some dirt and leaves. The water heals me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like holy water. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded surprised. That's holy water. <laughs> <laughs> I feel all better. It's like holy water. Uh, swim away. Ooh, I'll point one continuity thing out that I don't think is on the the old IMDb goofs. Okay, when when he's doing his front flip off mm-hmm. of uh, the whatever the ledge he's just vacated, um, he's doing his front flip, and in silhouette, I believe you can see his machete in his hip pocket. Oh, which is uh, interesting because the machete would 
was the very one he threw a long time ago and said, stick around mm. to the guy. Stick around. Did you also notice that when he first flies off this hill and we get the shot looking down, that water is really far away. <laughs> it's really far away. Like there's and no way he's shooting out that far. <laughs> it looks like he's just going to tumble right under the rocks and yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe down at the water. If that POV shot is any real indication, he would be landing headfirst on those rocks right below. Yeah. But a little movie magic uh, switches it for us, so he lands in the water. It's like holy water. You don't see the waterfall here, but my guess is that maybe this is like them doing a little bit of wacky camera work on the hike up to the top of the waterfall. Mm, yeah. That's my guess, but Probably just had knows? to find a place where they could do that somewhat safely, you know? Yeah. Hang, hang the camera over the edge like that. Yeah. Safely, and then they throw this guy off. Right. Maybe more than <laughs> once with his bag of coke (laughs) the camera's expensive (laughs) just throw the guy off yeah just throw the guy off we can find another stunt man yeah (laughs) um i i don't think i have anything left to say about this minute about minute 78 it's like you said it's a quick minute so we're gonna have to eat up a lot of time with the recommends yeah yeah and we uh just to piggyback off last minute we are continuing our transition into the third act here um act act and uh I'm excited for the next couple minutes because we're going to start to get to the showdown here, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, allegedly, we, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Keep your fingers crossed, everybody. Should we jump into recommends? Let's jump into the recommends. So, Jeff, what are you recommending to the listeners this week? Hmm. All right. So, uh, I've been watching several shows, uh, bouncing around from a bunch of different TV shows because I we are all in <laughs> quarantine right now. Um, and uh, gosh, of all these shows, I don't know if this is the best one that we're watching, but I think this is the one that the fewest people know about. So I'm going to recommend this one, which is the second season of Castle Rock, hmm. which is a show that is on Hulu. It's a Hulu exclusive. And uh, it piqued my interest because Castle Rock is the fictitious town that most Stephen King stories are set in. And this show is, in fact, a kind of a spin-off TV show that is sort of in the Stephen King universe. Mm-hmm. And so I watched part of the first season, and to be honest, I kind of got bored with it and never finished it. But I was recommended to try the second season because it's completely different. It's a whole new story. And uh, I've been really enjoying it. So the second season is the backstory of Annie Wilkes. And Annie Wilkes is the Kathy Bates character from Misery. Uh-huh. And in Misery, we are we catch up with this character. She's, you know, middle past middle-aged, single, living by herself in a cabin in the woods. And so this mm-hmm. show attempts to tell her backstory, um, kind of how she is the way she is and why she is the way she is and what things happened to her early in her life to uh, kind of create this character. And uh, it's really, really good. And the woman that plays Annie Wilkes is Lizzie Kaplan, Hmm. who I always knew as a comedic actress, uh, but she is fantastic as Annie Wilkes. She really nails her way of talking and her mannerisms. And really, you can tell she really studied Kathy Bates' depiction of the character. So uh, hmm. I don't know. I think I'm three or four episodes in. It's uh, pretty good. There's like some brutal violence in it that sneaks up on you. And uh, yeah, it's worth checking out. So Castle Rock season two on Hulu now. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Was there uh, one episode specifically that stood out to you? Ooh, the first episode, uh, there's a, an event that happens at the end of that episode that completely took me by surprise. Mm. Uh, and uh, I, I don't want to say what it is because it will take away the, the shock value of it. But um, 
yeah, the first episode definitely sucked me in. So start there, obviously. All right. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So uh, what do you got on the old recommends? You got some shoes or some bread flour for us this week? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going with the movie. Uh, I was watching some good old old man revenge movies on Netflix because mm. they're chock full of them there. Uh, so one I'll recommend this week and I'll save another one for another time <clears throat> if I'm dry. Uh, but I watched a movie called Bloodfather with Mel Gibson. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's I'm sure if you look up the title, you'll immediately recognize it from when it came out. Maybe not any scenes or anything like that. Uh, but it's your good old fashioned tale of strung out criminal daughter coming back and trying to make amends with her dad so that he can keep her safe and away from the bad dudes who are coming after her. Uh, so you would think this could be like a good 80s movie, but no, this came out, geez, I, I think just a few years ago, I think 2016. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, IMDb right now, 2016. Hey, there you go, 2016. Um, and good performances. It has a sneaky good cast with uh, Mel Gibson and it has... Uh, the girl who plays Starlight on The Boys as his daughter, Diego Luna, Michael Parks, William H. Macy, mm. Miguel Sandoval, who is unrecognizable in this movie. But as soon as I clicked his name, I realized, oh, he's one of the guys from uh, Clear and Present Danger, mm. that old Harrison Ford, Jack Ryan movie. Yeah, he's from he's the that guy. That yeah, guy. he's one of that guys. Yes. Um, and there might be some, a few other that guys in this movie, but I don't know. But uh, in, anyway, uh, I just really enjoyed the chase uh, that's almost always ensuing with uh, the bad guys and Mel Gibson and his daughter. There's definitely a nod to Mad Max and Mel Gibson's road chase days. Uh, so that's entertaining. And you learn little bits and pieces about his character throughout the movie um, as he's trying to make those amends with his daughter. So uh, strong recommend. It's pretty intense at times. Uh, Bloodfather. Nice. Well, you filled in the gaps for me because I said I was going to be doing action movies here for the next foreseeable future. Yes. Uh, I've been so wrapped up in the TV shows that we've been watching that um, I fell behind. So I'm glad you got a Netflix streaming action film in there to uh, yeah. fill in the needs of our listeners. So well done. Yeah. Jeff, now that recommends are done, where can people find you? Hey, I'm on the Twitter. You can find me at, uh, I'm Jeff Glover at uh, Carl underscore Hungus 314. Come follow me there. All righty. And you can find Predator Minute on the Twitter at Predator Minute. You can email the show PredatorMinute at gmail.com. Or you can join the listeners group like I talked about before by joining the Predator Minute listeners. Palapa! Target the center of the Palapa! Target the center of the Palapa! Target the center of the Palapa! On Facebook. So for all things Minute 78 of Predator, I've been John Zabriskie. And I'm Jeff Clever. And until next time... Stick around. Stick around. Stick around. Stick around. Oh, shit. Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> and there I'm not quoting TLC. I'm quoting uh, Michael Keaton's character and the other guys. Did yes. you ever see that movie? No. Oh. The other guys? You need oh. to see the, with Will Ferrell and oh, Mark yes. I'm sure you've seen it. Yes, yes, yes. I've seen that. Uh, he's yeah. the captain and he's always quoting TLC, but That's he correct. won't admit it. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that one. Got to lay low, guys. We got to yeah. creep. <laughs> 
This case is talking to us. I'm a peacock, Captain. You gotta let me fly on this one. You know what, Terry? Let's just settle this. Peacocks don't fly. They, they fly. They fly a little. Yeah. They get a real running About start. About as much as a penguin. One more thing. Do me a favor. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Was that accidental, or were you trying to quote TLC on purpose? I don't even understand the reference. You don't understand what you said? I don't know what that is. Get out. Go. Oh. Yeah, but we're in there like church mice. Yeah. But there's one case. One case in a career where you go all in. This is it. All right. Then you do us proud. Because I don't want no scrubs. Really? No. You're not aware that's a TLC song? I have no idea what you're talking about. You said chasing waterfalls, now you're saying you don't want no scrubs. I haven't even understood the reference. It's like a tick. I have no idea what you're talking about. Remember, this thing gets messy, we never talked. You trust us? Real quiet. You gotta creep. Creep. Come on. You don't say creep, creep unless you're quoting TLC. Hey, hey, you okay? Hey. Hey, Gene. I can't, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. Don't worry about it. You can call me Gene when we're out in the office. Okay. Thanks for coming by. Attaboy. Uh-oh. Hey, hey, come on, stay with me. Stay with me. We're losing him! We're losing him! He's dying! No, We're... no, 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 I'm just resting. I'm just resting. Oh, oh I'm sorry. just resting. Did I hurt you? Are you just right? resting. Hey, let me tell you something. As far as paperwork goes, we'll take care of it. Okay. You know why? Why? Ain't too proud to beg. Come on. What? It's not funny anymore. I don't know. Okay, but I'm not trying to see references. I don't, I, still, nothing. I swear to you. I'm gonna go over and check on Terry. Okay. Oh, I got a bad knee. Hold up. There you It was the king of the mutt cases. But Alan and Terry had worked it like stars. Aspirations and hopes are coming true. Believe in yourself, the rest is up to me. 